Hello, everyone, and welcome to Loops. I'm Kevin Forsyth. And on this podcast, we discuss God's word, his church, and everyday life, always asking the question, how does this loop back into our life and God's kingdom? Our mission here at Loops is to empower others in their walk with God through kingdom-minded discussion. Now, this week, we hear from a few mothers that discuss the topic of motherhood. During this mom chat, they dive into daily routines, personal challenges, coping mechanisms, and how ultimately motherhood is a ministry. Giovanna Forsyth and Faith Forsyth welcome Danielle Underwood, a former NICU nurse, and Kelsey Forsyth, a stay-at-home mom who recently returned to work in childcare. If you have little ones, our hope is that you will benefit from and be encouraged by this episode. Welcome to Loops. Welcome to Loops. I'm so excited. Faith, we're so excited that you guys are here. Um, we, I think this is our third one that we've been able to do on motherhood, mm-hmm. which if we're being honest, I feel like motherhood is the roughest hood to be a part of. <laughs> so uh, it's very much a needed conversation and topic. Um, so thank you both for coming in and being a part of that. <laughs> So um, let's start with, let's talk about pregnancy. Let's start there. When did you, like, when you were pregnant, was it, were you surprised? Like, was it, tell, tell us about that journey. We'll start there. So with me, me and Bryant had um, been trying for about three months. And uh, we actually, it was the day I found out I was four weeks pregnant. And um, I was, I actually had three dreams that night of taking a pregnancy test and it being positive. Oh, wow. And I woke up and I was like, that's different. Like, (laughs) I'm going to go take a test. And we were supposed to go on vacation with my family that day. And Bryant was still asleep. And I went in there and I took it and it was positive. And I was freaking out. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I really wanted to tell him in a cute way, but I can't keep this to myself all weekend, you know? (laughs) Relatable. relatable. Yeah. (laughs) And... So I was like, oh, I'm going to go get you coffee. And I was like trying to looking around. And I was like, okay, uh, I'll just say I forgot to give him a Christmas present. So I wrote a little note, put it in there and showed it to him. And he was super excited. He's like, are you really pregnant? I was like, <laughs> really, 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 really? Because oh, we good. thought it was going to take us a while to get pregnant. Because um, my mom, it took her, I think, about three years. Wow. Oh, wow. And um, I have the same thing she has. Uh, her uterus is tilted a certain way. And so they had told me it might take me a little mm-hmm. while. And it did not. So I guess it <laughs> praise was... Praise God. Praise God, yeah. <laughs> so um, it was a little bit of a shock of how fast. But we were trying. We were really excited. So And how nice. long had you guys been married? Two years. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good. Good time. Good yes. time. Yes. <laughs> That was how long we were trying to wait, but instead it was two months. <laughs> so that was definitely a surprise for us. But so you were two months from your, I remember yeah. this. And so tell us the emotions that you went through, because <laughs> I think was yours was more of a shock, right? Oh, yeah, very much so. I remember um, on Christmas Day, we thought it was a little bit weird that Pepper, who is a very feisty puppy, um, hated everybody, but she loved me on Christmas Day. Yes. So I was like, that's kind of weird. Didn't really think anything of it. The next day at work, I remember being really, really nauseous. And I was like, mm, that's weird. Looked at the calendar. 
started getting a little suspicious. <laughs> so I took a pregnancy test that night and I started crying when I saw the positive. Obviously, it's fine. We were excited. Um, but I remember like sobbing because I was like, I cannot believe we got pregnant this fast. Um, totally unplanned. We had planned on waiting two years. Mm -hmm. And it was just. Like your honeymoon happen. suitcase wasn't yes. even unpacked. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. And I remember Nick just being so excited and he was like, this is great. And I'm like, we just got married. Yeah. yeah. This is okay. interesting. Yeah. Um, and then when I went to tell my, I literally was like, we have to go. I have to go talk to my mom like right now. And I remember going over to their house to tell her and she just like fell on the floor laughing. She thought it was the <laughs> funniest thing in the world. And I'm sitting there holding the test, just like crying. Cause I'm like, I cannot believe this. And she thought it was the funniest thing ever. Oh, thanks mom. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks mom for the support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Amy was definitely a surprise. With Ava it was different cause we were trying for her. Um, but it was still very like, I didn't do like a cute like announcement for either one of them. <laughs> So I do kind of wish we would have done that, but it is what it is. In yeah. the moment, it, like you said, it's very hard. Yes. To, yes. Mm -hmm. You just want to tell I feel like, mm -hmm. Faith, you probably got to do a cute announcement. because Absolutely we, not. No? no? I cannot hold in secrets from him. Like, I just... You get excited. Yes. Even with, like, Christmas and stuff, you buy him a gift early. You want to yeah. give it to him early. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, have, I brought you your Christmas gift already here. You're like, open it. And it's, yeah. like, November 2nd. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, Okay, yeah. It's, what's really cool is we're all moms. So this is a mom chat. That's what we're calling it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you have, Danielle, you have one baby. Yes. You have two. You have two. Faith has two. And I have one and pregnant with one. So um, <laughs> if I sound out of breath, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, so mom chat. Um, and motherhood is rough from the very start like mm -hmm. that first trimester is mm -hmm. rough so that gives you an yes. expectation of what it's going to be the best the mm -hmm. absolute best that you could ever ask for but rough so yeah. mm -hmm. absolutely um okay so good good start um you so you are pregnant you go through pregnancy <clears throat> all of those emotions and you finally um have baby Right? You're at the hospital. Um, how does that feel? Like, tell us, walk us through those emotions. So when I had Emmy, it was a lot. Um, I was induced and it took like four days for the induction process to work. Um, and then we had to stay an additional two days because she was jaundiced. Um, so it was a very tiring, exhausting process and I was ready to go. But I remember getting out to the car and like almost having a panic attack because I, for some reason, was so worried that somebody was going to jump in the car and drive off with me and Emmy in the backseat. And I remember yelling at Nick, like, get in the car. We have to go. We have to go. And he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just freaking know. out. <laughs> and I was just so panicked and like shaking. And by the time we got home, I'd calmed down a little bit, but I was still like shaking a little bit. And I was like, what is wrong with me? But it's just, it's all those hormones. And I mean, you just had a baby. You got to give yourself some grace. Oh, absolutely. Um, so with her, it was interesting. After that, it got a little bit easier. With Ava, I was so ready to go home because I was ready to get back to Emmy and I was ready for Emmy to meet Ava. Um, and Ava was a lot of a quicker process. Um, so we were out of the hospital in like two days, I think. Um, but still, it's overwhelming, obviously. Like you just, especially with your first, you have a baby mm -hmm. and then they're just like, okay, go. 
you're like, oh, what am I doing? Yeah, that, <laughs> what yes. do I do? <clears throat> and it's just you're so new and you're trying to figure out how to be a mom and they're so new to the world and tiny and relying on you for everything. Um, so it's a lot. Yeah, but it's part. the best thing Here ever. Here you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go, go be yeah. a mom. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no instruction manual. Yes. Oh, that's terrifying. But yeah. It is. And well, with that too, because I had a little, like before I had her, I had this confidence, like I'm a NICU nurse. I know mm-hmm. exactly how to take care of her. Like I, which partly did help. And then the other part, you know, made me overthink and made me yeah. over be, analyze a lot of mm-hmm. things. And then you become a mom and you realize, I'm not a nurse right now. I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. Like, and you have mom worries and mom things. And and I remember being in the hospital and I was really excited to go home. And I, remember, I actually really want to go home and take a shower. Like, I remember yes. that was like what was on my mind. Yes. They didn't let me take a shower. They didn't give her a bath. I was like, oh. yeah, they didn't let mm-hmm. us. And I was like, I want to get her home. I want to get her clean. I'm going to get me clean. And um, so I was really excited. And then on the other hand, I was nervous too because I was breastfeeding and I called them the lactation specialist every single time. And I was like, oh, you're not coming home with me? <laughs> you know, like every single time I had her and I was like, it's going to be okay. Like, so I remember feeling nervous about yeah. that, about her, you know, mm-hmm. eating. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. A lot of pressure. Yes. Oh, for sure. I was, yeah, I remember just sobbing, thinking, mm-hmm. can you just please come home yes. with me? Yeah. <laughs> um, before we started recording, we talked about you have, were pre you went into preterm labor. Yes, I went to preterm labor. Let's touch on that yes. really quick. <laughs> so I went to preterm labor at 30 weeks. I was in the hospital for about four days. What had happened, I was at work and I kept getting pains and I just thought my scrubs are really tight, like or something, you know, mm-hmm. I pulled something and I had a doctor's appointment the next day. And I went and I told my doctor, hey, I'm having pains on and off. I don't know if they're contractions or what it is or if I pulled something because I didn't know what a contraction felt like. So I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. sure. And I, so they hooked me to the machine, me and Brian are sitting there talking, laughing. And the doctor walks in and says, I'm sending you over to the hospital. And I was like, why? And she's like, you're contracting every three minutes. So they sent me in and I got there and I was in triage and they tried to give me a shot to make the contraction stop. And it worked for 20 minutes and then they picked back up every three minutes. Mm. And so they hooked me on magnesium, gave me a bunch of steroid shots just in case she came early. Thank, thank you, Jesus. She didn't. She stayed in. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it worked. Till um, when? 38 weeks? And Yes. Oh, yeah. Till 38 weeks. <laughs> till 38 weeks. Yeah. And then, so I remember that experience made me really scared. Yeah. Because I knew being a NICU nurse, like partly it was really scary because I knew exactly what was going to happen, but comforting because I knew what was going to yeah, happen. Right. I knew I was preparing myself. And I told Brian, I was like, if she mm-hmm. comes, she will be in an isolate, she will be on mm-hmm. oxygen. She will be on, you know, all these things in IV. Like you, like prepare yourself. Yeah. But everything was good. Yeah. She That's good. kept her in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kept her in, and uh, and that made the. I remember the last part of my pregnancy. Like I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to stay at home. I was really, really nervous. I was nervous about even Bryant going somewhere. Mm-hmm. I got really anxious. I remember like being like, I feel like something's gonna happen to you. You're gonna go somewhere. Something's gonna happen, and it was really. It was tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was pretty tough for me. And and then at 37 weeks, I was like, okay, she can come. Like, <laughs> like I started okay. I, okay. like I started walking and uh my water broke. Um actually I was sleeping and I woke up. Oh wow. Yes. And I woke up. It was about 6 48 in the morning. And I woke up and I was like, 
tonight, <laughs> tonight <laughs> oh. did I have an accident? And, <laughs> and so I stood up and I woke up Brian. I said, I think I think my water broke. Oh, and he, he sits up and he's like, what? And he's like, do I, do I have time to like get ready? And I said, well, I'm not really contracting. So yeah, <laughs> I oh, said, I think goodness. you're okay. You can take a shower and we can yeah. get our bag together. And then I was in labor for like 22 hours. Wow. Because yeah. mm -hmm. they, they had to put me on Pitocin right when I went in the hospital because there was a risk for infection so after your water breaks. So, oh, yeah. That I was. hate that stuff. I do, too. If I would have known, like, the feeling, I would have said, let me try to labor on my own for yeah. a little yeah. bit and then give me the Pitocin. But it worked out. She came. Yeah. She was healthy. Um, so it was really good. It was good. really nice. And um, we had a really good experience when she came. Like, me and him both got to do, like, skin to skin with her. Oh. For I got to do skin to skin for an hour. That's and awesome. he got to do it for an hour, too, awesome. before they even weighed her or anything. It was really nice. Good. So, awesome. yeah. Aww. Yeah. I love bird stories. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, my sister's water broke, and she called me, and I went over there, and I walked in, and she was eating a corn dog. <laughs> oh, and I was like... Okay, and she, but she was contracting too. But she's like, I'm eating now because they won't mm -hmm. let me eat. It's true. I wish I would have ate. I was because I was because I wasn't sure because it wasn't like a bunch. I was like, maybe just it's leaking or something. So I ate a bowl of cereal, and I wish I would have ate some something mm -hmm. more because it was like mm -hmm. 22 hours. And I feel like you need to tell your story now. With oh, the yeah, I want to hear. Oh my goodness, <laughs> this girl. I, yeah, I when I had ended up having a C-section, but <clears throat> I went to the doctor and I had like really high blood pressure. So they were like, for sure, like we need to send you to the hospital. I have two uteruses. So I immediately, like once I got closer to um, my due date, they pretty much confirmed like, you're not gonna be able to labor. So we're gonna have to do a C-section. I was like, um, I'll get a second opinion. In denial. I, yeah, you're like, no, actually, I can do this. So I had four doctors tell me I had to have a C-section. And oh, she's still arguing. That's all JoJo for. Just four. Um, but I remember I went home and um, I didn't have anything. I don't know why. I just lived my life, you know, careless, I guess. I'm not the most planning person. You're not concerned. You're and just I'm not bothered. Like, you're it's like in a workout. To to the hospital, and all I could think is, I really want oatmeal and strawberries. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I had no snack, and this was during COVID, by the way. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so we were told you cannot um, leave your room. So you need to bring everything with you. You can't even leave to go get your car seat. Like everything mm -hmm. has to come up in the room with you. So you would have thought I would have been way more planned out, but. Last minute, I'm like, okay, so I'll grab this, I'll grab that. And Kelsey's like, do you have snacks? I'm like, no. Did you go get me snacks? <laughs> no, I remember writing a list, though. I yeah. remember Matthew, like, running. We were living with you guys yeah. at the time. Um, I remember Matthew, like, running around the house, like, what do I need? What do I need? And I'm sitting there just writing a list of snacks. Okay, what do you want? Yeah. And Matthew would holler out a snack, and I'd write it down. And then I think he, like, ran to the store super fast, and I helped you, like... Get your All stuff my, together. I just and ate my oatmeal, eat her oatmeal. with strawberries. And it was probably <laughs> the best bowl ever. The best bowl of oatmeal okay, we've ever had. But then what happens when you get to the hospital? Ooh, I Do you remember? No. I don't. <laughs> I blocked it out. <laughs> she gets to the hospital and they had to, the doctor asked her if she'd eaten. She was like, oh, oh. yeah, I, I ate a bowl of oatmeal. 
So then she had to wait to get her C-section because <laughs> oh, yeah. she ate. So had she not eaten, we would have met Mia sooner. Or we you would have met Mia sooner. <laughs> and I was like, man. But that was the best bowl, bowl of oatmeal you've ever had. <laughs> so bet. it's terrible. I'm like the worst planner, but... <laughs> I'm like, oh, and then, like, what do you put in the diaper bag? Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like, trying to, like, look at all these mommy bloggers. And <laughs> I think I, oh, and then when I had her, so talking about emotions. Um, oh, yeah. I had her, and I were, like, it's time to go home. Great. Like, bye. See you later. And I'm, like, I didn't really bring a cute outfit. Like, all these people are, like, take super cute Instagram photos and stuff. I... Literally have a picture. <laughs> well, also, she was 9'3", by the way, so she was a big baby. <laughs> so it was a newborn sleeper with no feet. And literally, like, it's up to her knees. Oh, and I'm breeze. like, <laughs> <laughs> <the> breeze, yeah. <laughs> just way too small for her. And I was like, okay, that's kind of sad. Like, and then I remember crying, like, I'm a terrible mom. <laughs> just swaddle her. No one knows. Swaddle. They yeah, no one knows. That's so no her cute newborn pictures. <laughs> so, so that brings us into the exhaustion, right? Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. go home, oh, that first night, it was rough. rough. Can we all agree? Yes. Because yes. yes. I was used to leaving the babies like I took care of babies all day bye bye like mm-hmm. and go yeah and that oh that like you never know how much you can function on so much little sleep mm-hmm. yeah until you have a yeah. baby mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well summer was in the NICU yeah she was she, so we were there for five days uh, so that's right I you know, the whole showering situation, just everything. It was awful being there five days. Um, she had water in her lungs when she was born. And then so she was in the NICU for three or four of those nights. And then the last we get ready to go, jaundice. So then we're mm. there again. Um, did they keep you while they kept her? Yes. Or did they send like discharge oh. you? They kept um, you? Actually, they were supposed to discharge us and they really technically did but she said we have an available room if you want to stay oh, here and i was nice. like nice absolutely That's awesome. um so she was under the lamp you know they brought like this little bed mm-hmm. she had the lamp on and then they had these little like paper goggle yes. things on mm-hmm. and we had those yes. awful yeah awful yes. it's heartbreaking all you yeah. see is the worst yeah like you can't even mm-hmm. see their whole face yep and yeah. she's like just in this little diaper and she's so tiny mm-hmm. i mean she doesn't, you know, feel tiny, yeah. you, know, you know, as a mom, she's not tiny, but to everybody else, she's so tiny and she's under the lamp and she kept moving and ripping the goggles off. Mm-hmm. So me and Kevin took shifts. This is like our thing. I don't know why we do this to ourselves, but took shifts and held the goggles on and put our hand on her chest. So she felt like that comfort yeah. soothing of cool. somebody being there the entire night. So it was like he would do two hours while I slept. I would do two hours and we just did that. So we were like super exhausted by the time we went home. And not to mention, like the nurses coming in and checking, Mm -hmm. turning on the fluorescent lights, like, Mm -hmm. oh, did you take your pill? Did you, you know, pushing Mm -hmm. on you and stuff. And it's like, you really do not sleep. Mm -hmm. And then going home, you still don't sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm still not sleeping. And my second baby is eight months today. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, She does not sleep through the night, by the way. Praying for her. Yeah. So. So exhaustion. Yes. Like yes. you get home that first night. How did you make it through? I, honestly, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> sleeping. Lots I remember I remember just checking on her, watching her breathe. 
like the whole night, mm -hmm. just constantly. Or if I did kind of fall asleep, I look at it again. <laughs> just are you okay? Like it just, I don't know how I got through it. Yeah. It just, you just do you it. Just you do. just, you just do. I feel like God gives you the strength and yeah, absolutely. he gives you the strength and you get through it and just know like it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's going to, it's going to pass. Like mm -hmm. you will sleep someday. I, I haven't had that yet, but <laughs> we're still <laughs> so, waiting on that. I'm still waiting on the day to sleep, but it, I mean, it's better than before. <clears throat> yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. And so when, when we're talking, I kind of like to do this a little bit. I mean, this is only the third time, but I do like to ask when you have a pregnant mama, what's the advice that you would give her for that, like those first few days, like <clears throat> of birthing and then getting home and just trying to survive? Like what advice could you give a new mom? Honestly, just give yourself grace and it's going to be okay. You may not feel like that at the time, but it's a phase. And one day, probably in the next few years, maybe longer, you'll look back and you're like, wow, I did that. I survived that. And it's amazing. Like, it's very, very hard, but it's so amazing. Mm -hmm. So you can do it. Like, we were made for this. Yeah, exactly. That's we what we were made for. We were. And you can do it. Yeah. And it's so rewarding. It is. It's very rewarding. Yeah. It's so grace. Yes. Mm -hmm. Word of the yes. day, grace. Yeah. grace. Yeah. Go easy on yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's my two cents. <laughs> so talking about um, <clears throat> talking about exhaustion and talking moving kind of towards <clears throat> the parenting aspect. How old your how old are your kids again, Danielle? How old is your she baby? She is almost 18 months. She'll be 18 months on the fourth mm -hmm. of okay. March. So yeah, and then you age. have a four-year-old who's going to be five in August. Uh, kindergarten. Starting kindergarten in August. <laughs> I'm not ready. And then a two-year-old. And a two-year-old. Yeah. Um, this is a cool dynamic episode because, Danielle, you were a full-time working individual, mm -hmm. and you quit the NICU to be a stay-at-home mom. What led to that decision? So when me and Brian got married, we were talking <laughs> about kids and – we had both said that I really wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. It was just always something I wanted to do. And uh, we talked about that, and we we're willing to make those sacrifices. We talked about, you know, okay, just it's hard, but it's so rewarding. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's kind of like, how do are we even doing this? But God, we know God always provides mm -hmm. for us. He always Absolutely. is there for us. He's going to take care of us. So Brian's always been very supportive, and he's just very – do whatever he needs to do so I can stay home with her. And it was just very important for both of us to be able to have that experience and stay home with her and just watch her through all her little oh, milestones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just, that was so important to me. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't want to miss this. Like this yeah. is, I would rather struggle for, you know, yeah. a few years and be able to stay with her. And we were so blessed that we are able to do that. And mm -hmm. that's awesome. I'm very blessed to have a very good husband, too. Oh, too. Amen. Uh, amen. But, uh, <laughs> definitely. So you knew that was a goal. Yes. Okay. That was a goal. Yeah. So right when we got pregnant, I was like, can I, can can I, I quit now? Can I quit now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I was like, no, well, you know, I'm going to work through it. And uh, I didn't, I felt really bad. I didn't tell my work until a week before, like, like that week, my maternity leave was up. I was like, 
So they thought you were going to go back to work after you had the baby? Well, I never said I was going back, but oh, <laughs> I just okay. I just wasn't like, hey. They assumed. No, I just yeah. did it. It's okay. And, <laughs> I did it. And I was like, hey. I remember I called my manager and I said, hey, Ava. I was like, I'm so sorry. I said, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to come back. I'm going to stay home with her for a little bit. And she was so sweet. She was so oh, understanding. Okay. She was like, I totally understand. Like, that's very important. That's. I feel like to <clears throat> us all working in the NICU, we under yeah we understand you want to be home with your baby and yeah so it was very very blessed yeah. Yeah. so you you kind of knew mm-hmm. pre plan you yes. guys <clears throat> talked about that yes what about you Kelsey I don't I remember us talking about kids I just don't remember if we ever discussed the whole stay at home thing um, I was working at a doctor's office when I found out I was pregnant um, and. We were newly married, so there was a lot to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> through my pregnancy, it was kind of just like weighing our options. And childcare is extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have any family to watch her. And it just didn't it didn't make sense to pay for childcare. Like my checks would just be going to childcare. So it was like, why am I going to work just to pay for childcare? Mm-hmm. Was, it didn't make sense. So... Um, that's why I decided to stay home. Um, and it was the kind of same, like, you just have to trust that everything's going to be fine mm-hmm. and believe that God's going to provide. And he did. And it was perfect. We lived with family, um, for the first 18, 15 months of her life. <laughs> mm-hmm. We moved in with my parents first, which was amazing for the newborn phase. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my mom and dad. They were great. <laughs> um, and that was like. That was just a special experience um, to be able to kind of go through the newborn phase and having my mom there. Um, But, yeah, so that's why I quit my job originally. And then I was home for three years. And then you decided to go back to work. Yes. What led to that decision? (laughs) So there was a lot that went into the decision. Um, like it's kind of a long story go ahead sorry um (laughs) so before I had gotten married I worked at our um church daycare Mm -hmm. and I left there to go work in the medical field and my actual original goal was to be a nurse just never got there um I was just a medical assistant um loved it but again having a kid just kind of like threw all those plans off um but the class I worked in when I worked at the daycare um, was the infant class. And it was always my favorite. I love, love, love the babies. Um, so I always said that if I were to ever go back to the daycare, it would have to be for the infant class. I wouldn't go back for any other because the babies was where my heart was at. Um, so I had actually reached out to the director when Emmy was, I think she'd just maybe turned three or maybe it was a little after, um, just giving her a heads up, like, hey, I'm kind of thinking about putting Emmy in for pre-K, just part-time. Um, and she's like, okay, well, I'll get back to you. So we'd already kind of been going back and forth about Emmy starting pre-K. Um, well, then she calls me one day, and she's like, hey, so I actually have this position available um, in the infant class. And... I was like, oh, okay. She's just giving me all the details about it and how it would work, like with the kids. I would obviously take them with me. 
Um, and they would be in their, you know, classes for their age group. Um, and I got off the phone and was like, I don't know, like maybe I should consider it. And <clears throat> I was also, and this is where we're going to get deep. Sorry. Okay. If I get emotional, okay. okay. I was going to say, Sorry. where were you at? <laughs> at that time? Um, so I dealt with a lot of postpartum anxiety and depression after having Ava. I said I was not going to cry if I cry. <laughs> so sorry. It's okay. Um, I struggled really bad after having Ava and it's really, I feel like it's such a long, like how do I even, we may need to cut this out, but um, when I realized I had, I was struggling after having Ava, she was literally like two or three weeks old. And I remember being at my mom's house. We were all like all of my siblings. We were all going over there um, with the kids to hang out. And I just remember dreading it all day. And I was like, why am I dreading this? Like, I normally love hanging out with my family. And I remember being there and my sister-in-law was, I think, holding Ava. And I was sitting there just feeling like so overwhelmed and just like, I don't want to be here right now. Like, I just want to be home with my kids and I don't want to be out like socializing. And it was my family. So I was like, why am I feeling this way? It was really weird. And I remember like locking eyes with my mom and she was like, are you okay? And I don't know if like my face looked weird or why she would ask me, but she was like, are you okay? And I was like, no. Or and because I, moms. Because yeah. moms know. No. They, moms <laughs> they know. really do. Read us. They do. <laughs> yeah. um, and I just remember like bursting into tears and I had to like go to a different room and I was just like, why? Like I just knew something was going on. So from there, it just kind of got worse. Um, I just like was not looking forward to like doing anything. I didn't want to do anything. Um, I was constantly worried about Ava and um, Emmy, like making sure I was paying enough attention to Emmy and I didn't want her to feel left out because of the new baby. And there was just a lot going on. I was sad all the time for no reason. And I just remember there were so many times I'm not going to cry. There were so many times I would just be sitting in the rocking chair with Ava just crying. And I, I couldn't figure out why. Sorry. It's okay. Raw and real. And I did yeah. not bring tissue boxes. Yeah. And I <laughs> you told myself I was. <laughs> yeah. um, and I remember, like, there would be times Nick would come in and he'd be like, what do you need? Like, what can I do? And I just, like, I don't know. I don't know what I need. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, something's wrong. I feel like I'm going crazy. Um... <clears throat> and I actually found out later <laughs> that he, one of those nights that I was having a really, really bad night, he actually texted my parents and was like, pray for her. She's really struggling. And I didn't even know he did that at the time. So when I found out later, I was like crying. My mom was telling me about it. I was like crying <laughs> more over tears. Again. Over, more tears. <laughs> just nonstop tears. Um, but yeah, I struggled really bad. And it just, some days were okay. Some days were not. Um and I wanted to be home, but I started realizing that being home all the time was most likely the reason for mm. all of those feelings. And um, it was like being home all the time. It's just I don't know. It wasn't working for me anymore. Um, but I also was like, I I don't want to just go back to like working in the medical field because hours are a little bit weird and. So anyways, all that to say, um, I knew going back to the daycare would give me a little bit more freedom. Um, mm -hmm. I would be close to my kids. 
Um, it was the age group that I wanted. I loved the babies. Um, and being in, you know, a Christian environment, I really loved that. Um, and my kids, like, I just remember on their first day when we started, they were so excited and they did great and they've done great. They've thrived. They've made friends. Emmy loves going to school. And I felt like it really set her up for kindergarten, which is what I wanted. And she's going to be starting kindergarten soon. Um, but even Ava, like she was, um, she wasn't quite two when we started. And I remember like feeling guilty about that. Cause I was like, man, I should have held out a little bit longer, but my kids deserve a happy mom. And if going back to work is what gave them that, they were still, I knew they were going to thrive. Um, so there's a little bit of guilt there going back to work, but Absolutely. ultimately it's been great for us. Um, what was I say something else? I cut that out, but no, you're fine. <laughs> I was going to talk about guilt. Like, I feel like there's guilt on both sides. Like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. You, yes. you feel guilty because you're working, mm-hmm. right? But then, and I don't know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but moms that stay home, you feel guilty because if you were working, would you have more income? If yes. you were working, yes. could you mm-hmm. have this or could you be mm-hmm. doing that? So it's like, it's important for all moms to know yes. that no matter what route you take, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there is guilt. Mom mm-hmm. guilt is real. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you said it. Our kids, our babies deserve a happy mom. Yes. yes. And Absolutely. so at the end of the day, you have to do what <clears throat> is going to make you happy. And if you pray about it and you talk to God about it and you follow whatever it is that, you know, you guys, you and God talk about. Because yeah. um, sometimes I talk to God like we're just right here. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. You know? Um, so, I, you know, it's just important. I feel like no matter which route you go, there's mm-hmm. going to be mom guilt. Yeah. Yes. But it's okay. As yeah. Your kids deserve the happiest, healthiest version of you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. And I almost feel like that phone call, Kelsey, with that job offer was like God throwing you a oh, lifeline. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. this is, you got to. Yeah. Something, yeah. Well, and what's even crazier is that the reason why this um, position was available was because my sister-in-law was moving mm-hmm. to Oregon. Yes. And I was taking her position and they moved and they moved for, I wish I knew the exact time frame, but a few months and then ended up coming back. So it was like, it definitely felt like a God thing on so many levels. Um but it, like, had she never reached out to me about that job, had my sister-in-law and brother never moved, like none of the things would have worked out the way they did. And it was such a blessing for their family when they moved. Like things, it was a God thing for that to happen. Mm-hmm. So it was a God thing for me to go back. And I really, I believe that. And that has, I mean, it's helped the guilt a lot yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, man, I really chose to go back to work. But it's, it really has been amazing. And so what, again, advice or encouragement can you give to new mamas about mom guilt? I know we said give yourself grace, Mm -hmm. and that is going to definitely be a part of that too. But how do we explain to new moms, like, it's it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. You know that you're doing what's best for your child and for you. And... Because I struggle with that too, like thinking, okay, 
week if I was working again because I made a pretty good income. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm affecting us, mm-hmm. especially on like like hard weeks. I'm like, I'm affecting us. Like mm-hmm. if I don't go back, like it's all on me. I'm not being a good mom by doing this, but <clears throat> you just have to realize like you are where what season you're in and where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. And if you like you said, you are doing good and mm-hmm. you are happy, like and your child sees that you're happy mm-hmm. and are thriving, like that's that's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. And it's okay to want to go back to work. It's okay to mm-hmm. want to stay home too. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's okay. I feel like Especially on social media nowadays, there's yeah. always so many opinions about, yes. you know, like people being like, wow, I can't believe you're staying home or wow, I can't believe you went back to work. It's just, yeah. it's, it's you, crazy, you know. Well, and also to add to that, what works for one family may not work yes. for another. Yes. Right? So you what? can't look at somebody mm-hmm. and like, oh, I should be doing that. Well, it might not work for you. Exactly. It might not work for your kids. Exactly. You know yourself. You know your kids the best. You know what works for you. Yes. No, don't listen to anybody yeah. else. And no, mom exactly. shaming, it's 2024. Yeah, that's yes. so outdated. Why? Yes. Just stop. Why? Let's just stop. Just, Especially yeah. for my fellow mother. Yeah. Yes. You know, like you should be supportive I, yeah. and uplifting mm-hmm. Absolutely. and praying for one another and just really being there. And I feel like when you get with other moms and you talk about mm-hmm. your struggles and you talk yes. about your things, it helps build you up. You're like, okay, so I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. You're going through that too. Yeah, I'm you're, not crazy. I'm not you're crazy, crazy too. So. <laughs> if you're crazy, then I'm crazy. I'm we're, crazy. All crazy. we're all crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best crazy that I would never trade yes. for anything. Agreed. Exactly. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like for me too, like working in the NICU, I would come home and I would be very, like things would happen. I would be very upset. I would be very, you know, hard day struggle and I told Brent like I don't want to come home and yeah bring that to my child mm-hmm. I was like I don't yeah I don't want to mix that with my postpartum mm-hmm. hormones and all these things I'm yes. like I feel like and I just always knew I wanted to be a stay-at-home yeah, mom. yeah. Mm-hmm. like Absolutely. that was so important yeah so I knew that would be the happiest version yeah myself of you yeah. of me yeah yeah and, and awesome. I love it mm-hmm. I I absolutely love it. yeah do you I find though being at a, a stay-at-home mom do you find you miss the social yes interactions on a daily basis too i do i do miss the social interactions i miss because people at work even if you didn't go hang out out after work you're there and you're talking with them you're talking about your day and then all of a sudden you're at home alone with your baby Mm -hmm. just rocking in the rocking chair doing things and it's just a every day the same thing Mm -hmm. just doing this and this and then it gets really lonely i remember feeling very lonely very just isolated Mm -hmm. Or, you know, and you don't talk to people like mm-hmm. you used to. So I feel like what helped with that a lot was like going seeing my mom, calling my yeah. mom or calling a friend or mm-hmm. being another mom who's going through the same season mm-hmm. or the same thing. Like, hey, like, let's go bring your kids and grab a coffee or yeah. just go to the park or go for a walk or something. And I feel like that really helps with that. And yeah. prayer, praying. Yes. That, yes. 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 Um, Lots. <laughs> he helps a lot. <laughs> and um I remember one time I was I was sitting there and I was looking at Adeline on her monitor and I was looking at her and I'm like, God's like, like the way I love her, mm-hmm. like God loves us a thousand times more. Mm-hmm. And when she's crying out and she needs me, I'm going to go straight to her. Mm-hmm. And God's exactly the same way. Oh, if you yeah. cry out for him and you reach for him, mm-hmm. he's going to come. He's right there waiting. Even yeah. if you don't know right. that he's watching you, you don't know that he's right there. He's yeah. right there and he's waiting for you to stretch your arms out and saying, God, I need you. I need your help. And he, he's there, he's listening and he will, he will come and pick you up Mm -hmm. and tell you everything's okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
Oh, yeah. (laughs) So that just know that he's always there, even when you feel alone. Yes. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. So, yes. So if you see stay at home moms in public, start a conversation with them. They they will love to talk to you um, after. Me and Natalie, we cut up all day, you know. It's a one-way <laughs> conversation, but I talk all day with her. But I need to talk to so, an adult now. Yes, yeah. I need to talk to an adult. Or, um, <laughs> yes. Because, <laughs> Faith, you are a stay-at-home mom too, right? Mm-hmm. So is that – what is something uh, – advice that you would give as well? I would just say that these really are the good old days. Mm-hmm. And it's so cliche to say, you know, one day we're going to look back and we're going to miss these days. It doesn't feel like that right now because there's someone constantly like I have a sh- I have a shadow 24 mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. Yes. I mean, not Two even shadows. Yes, <laughs> but not even to get into like detail, but you can't do anything alone. No. Yeah. yeah. Like not not, nothing. Thing. Zero. Nothing. You have no <laughs> privacy at all. No. Everything's out there. Um, and just, you know, just realizing that you are their world mm-hmm. and that. Not that they're an empty slate necessarily, but they they are and they're learning from you. Today, I was getting a little bit irritated at Summer because she was pecking at me, quite literally pecking at me. And I'm trying to cook and clean and doing this stuff. And Kevin can hear me getting a little frustrated with her. And he called her aside and he said, look, let's leave mommy alone. Let's not interrupt her. So a couple minutes later, she comes into me and she taps me and she's like, oh, God. (laughs) She's all, Mommy, I'm so sorry for interrupting you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was here for everybody. It's just, um, it breaks you because it's yeah. like, wow, she's watching me. You know, us using these big words and yeah. she wants yeah. to be just like us and like have more patience. Yeah. And mm-hmm. with yourself too. Yes. 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 Because it's okay to get frustrated because anybody would get frustrated with, you know, someone's pulling on your hair and this and that. But yeah. Also, like they're watching twenty four seven. They're watching you, and just to take that as an opportunity, like I just want to lead her to God. Like yes. I just want her to be the best that I can possibly portray in front of her. And you know, we fail. We do. We no, fail. Absolutely. But um, yeah. So just yeah. have patience and reach out yeah. to other moms because um, a lot of them are going to the same thing yeah yes um and it's 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 less lonely that way yeah mm-hmm. and then when you see other moms struggling and, and not suffering but struggling mm-hmm. and you know they're like trying to juggle kids yes. and this and that it's it's a comfort in that because you're like i'm not alone mm-hmm. i really am not we're all on this journey and we are really in the thick of it yeah mm-hmm. together yeah. yes as a sweet lady told me um motherhood is your most important ministry right now mm-hmm. and just serve God mm-hmm. yeah. and lead them and be, you know, be that, but it is rough. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so motherhood is a ministry. So when let's talk about those like major changes, right. <laughs> that you, that we're like trying to figure out, um, like we talked about uh you can't do anything by yourself or whatever right (laughs) how do you how do you cope with that like how do you just figure it out because i i tip my husband is out of town this week and every time he leaves 
I have a deep sense of love and respect for like single moms and mm-hmm. single dads because Absolutely. I'm like, how do they do it? Yeah. So how do you cope with changes? Like those major adjustments? Do your best. Yeah. I don't know. We're still figuring that one out. I'm still figuring out. Or if I find myself getting like, okay, she's clinging to me, it's getting frustrated. I'm like, okay, let's play something. Or like I try to make a game out of something. Or what I'm doing, I'm like, okay, like let's, you know, make this fun. Or I have to remind myself, I have to remind myself, this isn't, this phase or whatever, it's not going to last forever. She's not going to be on top of me constantly because Adeline's very she's very clingy she likes me to hold Mm -hmm. her lately it's been since she's been walking she's a lot better she likes to go play but she'll play around me which Mm -hmm. is fine I that's that's been nice yeah Yeah. but before I remember I couldn't do anything she wanted me to hold her so I had to learn how to cook with one hand Mm -hmm. I had to do laundry with one hand and just reminding myself okay this is this is just a face. This is and then you're gonna miss this. Mm-hmm. You're going. I saw. I read this thing the other day. It said, "I wish there was toys all over my house. Mm-hmm. Oh. I wish they would just lay on top of me. I wish I could just hold my baby." Yeah. And I was like, so thank you. Tears again. <laughs> so yes. I'm like reminding myself, <laughs> it's okay. Like this is this is the season I'm in, and I need to tell myself enjoy it. Just enjoy mm-hmm. it. Have fun with it. Um, and like you said, she's watching you. I'm like, and I don't want her to watch me and see me get so frustrated or little things or something happens, something spills. I'm like, oh, well, let's just clean it up. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. know, like, or, or even she's upset. It's just you yourself have to like, okay, it's going to be okay. It's yeah. going to be okay. That's, that's, I think yeah. that's what goes through my head a lot. It's yeah. going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to be <laughs> yeah. on repeat in my head. Yeah. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. I'm yeah. still, it's, I feel like every phase in her life is a process too. You got to mm-hmm. relearn relearn right now she's in like yeah. a sleep regression so we're relearning cool. so that's fun. so that's fun <laughs> she doesn't want to sleep in her crib anymore oh. she wants to sleep with mommy and daddy and it's so hard because when she's crying and she's upset you're like okay I need I need to sleep at the same time like I don't want her to feel yeah like, like, comfort, she, like needs you. Yeah. she needs me so it's the balance it's finding balance and everything and finding yes. your balance yes everybody's balance is different yep yeah. so speaking of that so Emmy and Ava, four-year-old and two-year-old, right? They just started sleeping in their own room. And so I feel like we've kind of gotten into a new phase of life. And it was really <laughs> sad at first. Like when, cause they slept in our room for so long. And then when they, we got them new beds and made it a big deal to get them to their own room. And like, I was emotional. Like I remember setting up their new bed getting them all their new bedding and just being sad because it's like, well, we've entered a new phase and it's weird. It's really weird. So everything is a phase. Everything like you're just, you're constantly learning as a mom and you're going to constantly be going through a new phase Mm -hmm. with your kids. I remember when um, Adeline went from her bassinet to a crib. Yeah. I cried. Yeah. I, I, that <laughs> night, I, I told Brian, I can't do this. I had her bassinet uh-huh. next to me for six months. Yeah. And Brian said, okay, uh-huh. like, let's transition to the crib in the other room. And I, the whole night, I bawled. And I told yeah, Brian, I was like, hard. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I'm looking at her on her monitor. I'm like, I have to go in there. Like, and then now she's with me every night. So <laughs> I, I got what I asked for. <laughs> but it's okay. It's a yeah. season. It's it a is. <laughs> it is. And enjoy but, it while it lasts. Yes. Because... It's just that. It's yeah. a season. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon they're going to be in their own rooms. And yes. But, like, what an emotional roller coaster yeah. parenthood oh, yeah. is because mm-hmm. we we need them next to us. We need all that. And the same 
the same child that is so clingy right now is one day going to be a teenager and turn around mm-hmm. and be embarrassed that we've tagged along to yes. a youth event yes. or something? Yeah. Yes. And then what are we going to do with yeah. our time and ourselves? Like, it's yeah. it's it's very emotional. <laughs> yes. The whole thing. Yeah. I work in addiction treatment, and there's a term that we use that I use in my everyday life with Amelia, and it's uh, roll with resistance. And <laughs> literally, I just roll with the punches. So mm-hmm. that would be like... My encouragement is roll with the punches. Yes. yes. <laughs> Set your expectations very low. Yes. 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 Just roll with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Go with the yes. flow. Go with the flow. Yeah. Um, what about um, talking about support and, and friends? Um, what about um, how can we? I think I've also asked this too, but I think it's important to talk about um, as a church because this is loops and we talk about how this always loops back into you know, the kingdom of God. As moms, what can we do to support each other more? Oh, I have a good one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I say this because I've experienced this a couple times. Um, so my husband is in music ministry and so a lot of services, I'm just doing it alone, right? which is great. Love that he's involved. He loves his ministry and I support that. But sometimes it's hard like to be in a service and not know what's going on because you're too busy worrying about, you know, your toddlers and your four-year-old has to go to the bathroom like every three seconds, it seems. Mm-hmm. And the two-year-old's clingy and you just don't know what's going on. Um, but I specifically remember a couple of times my kids are being crazy. I'm getting frustrated and somebody just coming up to me and they're like, it's okay. Like your kids are in church. You may not be getting in anything out of the service right now, but your kids are growing up in this and they're going to remember this. So just stay strong. It's going to be fine. You'll eventually be able to sit through a service and know what's going on and enjoy it. And I think that is so important. So mm-hmm. if you ever see a mom struggling in church, just give her that encouragement mm-hmm. or even like out in the lobby. Like I know I've seen you with your baby girl um so even just other moms if you see a mom out there and um another mom actually said this to me one time she was like you know my daughters are older and I can enjoy service now so just you will get there you will get there just keep that in your head like Mm -hmm. it's hard right now but you're eventually going to get to the place where your kids are older and they're involved in the service because they're used to church. They've come to church. They grew up in it. So just encourage other moms. If you see them struggling or out in the lobby and their kids are screaming and throwing a fit, just be like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> like sometimes that's all we need. It's like, okay, yes. it like, is going to be fine. Yes. And that would be mine. That's great. I love that. I mean, we were just kind of saying that the other night because JoJo is, you know, filling the service Uh, and she has her hands lifted and tears uh streaming down her face. And the moment she lifts her hands, like Mia's just grabbing at her. Yes. And it's just, you know, it's it's at sometimes even hard to pray Mm -hmm. in service. Mm -hmm. But that is why we've discussed this before. But like you have to have that relationship on the side too. I mean, doing dishes, praying in the shower, praying, you know, like, hey, girl, this is what's going on, you know. Sorry, we haven't caught up in a while. Yeah. 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 Sorry, yeah. Um, yeah. been a little yes. busy. Yeah. A little busy. Yeah, I. That was a really funny night because I remember like it was such a powerful service, mm-hmm. and I'm like 
deep in prayer, <laughs> like a couple times, and then I'm like, get off. Yes. <laughs> right now. Like Give you can go from, right now. You can go from praying, praying to lecturing your kids yeah. in like, like two a seconds. Split yeah. second. Yes. And that is why we are superheroes. Yes. yes. Agreed. <laughs> or you're there and you're praying and then like Adeline will get really upset and like Okay, well, I gotta go in the lobby now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll finish this later. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, we'll, Ava, we'll, we'll come back to this. Yeah. <laughs> Ava's new thing is like, if she sees me crying, she's like, Mommy, mommy, just like patting at my yes. face or just like, and I'm like, I'm praying. It's okay. Praying. But like, the entire time I'm praying, that's what she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> patting at my face, like, Mommy. Yeah. But that's so good that they're watching us. Yes. Yes. That, that scene. Adeline started, she does this thing now where she's walking and she closes her eyes mm. and she goes like that. And I'm like, are you praying, baby? And she'll, she's like, she's watching. She's at 18 watching months. Yeah. At 18 amazing. months. I'm yeah. like, yeah. you're watching. And just knowing that making church and God praying a priority, yes. they see that, yes. right? They see you doing that and that's, you know, in itself rewarding and that in itself will pay off and yeah. just going, just keep coming, just, yeah, yeah it just, don't, just come don't even if, up. Yes. yes, I'm like, come, oh, Lord. even if, if you, you are like, like, I know it's not, I'm not going to get anything I'm not out gonna of this, but it's still, but you will, you will, yeah. you coming, you bringing your babies, it's, it's yeah. worth it, it's yeah. right. a like, blessing. You can't enjoy the service in its entirety, but you're planting seeds, yes. your little ones, like, this is yes. what we do. This is what yeah. we do, yes. and it's just like drilled into them, and mm -hmm. that's all they know. So yeah, it is exactly. planting seeds. Mm -hmm. You develop a mama groove, is what mm -hmm. you know. We talk about a lot, a routine, and you instill that into them. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so it's not an option mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not. I don't want to go. I mean, of course, our kids are all very young, so it will be a really cool episode. Maybe one time we can bring some. Uh, seasoned mamas on here but <laughs> yeah. right now there's like a groove you know you develop your mama routine and then they just hop on board mm -hmm. and you figure it out sometimes we're in the lobby the whole time sometimes we're not getting anything yeah. and then sometimes we it's exactly what we need yeah yes but exactly. it's it's okay yeah yes roll with resistance yes. roll <laughs> with resistance yes roll with resistance so can not imagine doing motherhood without God. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think it's important to wrap it up with no matter what, no matter the anxiety that we go through, mm -hmm. <clears throat> the depression, um, just emotions, just really relaying, or sorry, relying on God to get us through like you talked about. Um, really just focusing and trying to remember even if it's minute by minute mm -hmm. like okay god you got me yeah mm -hmm. okay god yeah. you got me yeah so just really focusing on that relationship with god and and then as time comes on we can and and turn around and give back to other moms yes you know what we kind of needed mm -hmm. yeah yes Thank you both so much oh, for coming you. on here. Thank you for and thank you for I love the laughs and I love the tears. Oh, and yes. We appreciate you as mamas just working, 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 working in the ministry of motherhood. <laughs> appreciate you guys too. Yes.